Um, happiest Friday. And today's show is dedicated for the success of Medina Israel, the success of Israel, our soldiers for the return of all of the hostages very soon to their families for the return of the soldiers. Soldiers should uh, come back to their families in good health. Uh, for all of those who have been killed al Hashem during this time, and further, of Israel, all of those who are injured in Israel, and Israel, Okay, so we've been uh, talking about a little bit about divorce, which is uh, not the most uh, comfortable subject, but it's also a part of the Torah. Uh, I was asked to speak a little bit about the uh, the concept of a get get refuser and what happens in that kind of a situation. So, um, if there's a couple that there is no option for them to make shalom, there's no possibility for them to make shalom, and the wife has requested um, a divorce. Uh, the way the, the Torah works, it, the way it's written in the Torah, um, and the way the halacha is, is that the divorce, m- the husband must give the divorce to his wife. Uh, he has to uh, give her a give her the get, and he has to instruct the bedin and the sofer to write the get for them, and he has to uh, do, and he has to give the get uh, to her or to instruct somebody to give the get. If the husband doesn't agree to give the get, there is no get. You can you need the agreement of the husband. Now, uh, uh, the problem that this creates, which is not, it's not a modern day problem, this is an ancient problem, is that that appears to give an unfair advantage to the husband. The, since the Torah puts it in his hands, that, the, that he has to give the divorce, and uh, what if the husband comes and says, I'm not going to give the divorce unless you give me a uh, hundred things X, Y, and Z, which uh, which I want. It gives the husband the opportunity to um, to unfairly uh, use the delivery of the get as part of the divorce process. Um, so for uh, more than centuries, right, the different Jewish communities, in their own ways, have always worked. Uh, to ensure that the fair, the, the playing field should be fair uh, between the husband and the wife. That uh, if the if if a wife requests a divorce, she requests a get, and it, people try to make shalom, and shalom is not uh, possible to make between them. And uh, 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 the bedin uh, will tell the community, and we need the community's help in order to ensure that there is a fair playing field. The divorce, the get, cannot be held over somebody's head as a chip. 
right? Uh, get, just like anything else in the Torah, is kadosh. It's holier. The get is above, or Ibn Chaim always likes to say, the get is above a person's selfish desires. Right? It cannot be used as a weapon. It's a sword. It's forbidden for it to be used as a weapon in that way. So if the Bedin, if the, the, the Jewish court, the Rabbanim, the leaders of the community determine that a get should be given, then a husband has to give the get at that point. If he refuses to show up to Bedin and refuses to give the get, and then different communities, depending on the time of history and where they are, will use different measures in order to put pressure on the husband that you have to give a get. So uh, if, if you ask me, you ask for Ibn Chaim, the best of the situations was the Rambam's opinion. Unfortunately, it wasn't accepted. And it's not uh, accepted in most places in modern days. But the Rambam says that the community leaders can issue that if there's a husband that's doing such a thing, he's a get refuser. A get refuser means that the, the Rabbanim slash leaders of the community uh, the Bedin, really, the Jew, the court that's involved in this, the Jewish court, the Jewish uh, court that's involved. If they have determined that um, the husband must give a get, that at this point they're beyond the point of shalom. And usually, these cases, whenever you hear about them, uh, you know they're talking about 15 years they've been living separate from each other. Uh, already 20 years they've been living separate uh, from each other and the husband is still withholding the get and the woman is called in aguna aguna means she's chained she's stuck she's in a place where she's living separately from her husband because it's not possible to live together but at the same time she's still considered married she doesn't have the freedom to go marry somebody else because the husband is holding this against her so and so the Rambam's opinion, you should say in the Rambam's opinion, which if only it would have been accepted, but it's not accepted. But the Rambam's opinion is that the, the Rabbanim and the leaders can instruct, beat the husband to a pulp, break all of his bones, uh, until he says, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the get. And really, it's not acceptable at all. It's not acceptable uh, for a person to withhold the get for their own selfish purposes. It's one thing if there was a realistic opportunity at Shalom, if there's a realistic opportunity uh, of making peace uh, and you're still trying, uh, different people are still trying, but at a certain point it's not possible, at a certain point it's, it's already beyond uh, the point that it's realistic or it's possible. So, uh, so now because I want to get more because you know, uh, out of the settlement that we have to make, you know, I want to, you know, I want, I want to have the children or I want to have uh, uh, more money uh, in, the, in the settlement. I'm going to refuse chassat. That's disgusting. It's horrible. The, uh, the get, as again, Ben Chaim's language always, the way he always says it, the get is kadosh. The get is holy. The get is above a person's selfish desires. And if there's arguments that a person has to make for a settlement, you have to do those separately. Do them on your own terms, but not to withhold or to use the get for that purpose. <coughs> what is the purpose of the get? But the get is the divorce document. The get is a divorce document. But why That's does the it. husband have the... Uh, preference as uh, far as giving the get. Uh, so this it goes. It's a good question. It goes back to the Torah's concept of marriage, which is not the same as the modern day marriage, but we still implement 
but it's you know the the Torah is almost it's very similar to how the uh, you know how in some ways to how it was in Iran that the concept of marriage you know I give my daughter to this uh, to this man she is choosing to live in there in his home and she's going to be his wife the the husband's status was to take much more responsibility. He had to, uh, number one, take more responsibility, but number two, that entitles him to certain rights. He was the main breadwinner also uh, at that time. And the, so it's a different concept of marriage. Uh, the, the concept of the marriage is not um, them giving a ring to each other. The husband is, the, the marriage is that a husband gives the ring to his wife and she accepts the ring in order to be part of his home. So the responsibility, a lot of the responsibility in the home is taken on by the, uh, the husband, but it also gives the husband certain rights in the Torah. So that, but that's the way the Torah has it. That's just the way the Torah, we cannot change the Torah. The Torah were not possible to change. But to equal the playing field, the Jewish community can do it, and we do whatever we can. Uh, so the Rambam says that, very simple, break his bones. He has no right uh, to do such a thing. If you want to go put, uh, jail him, put him in prison until he uh, agrees to uh, give a get. Um, you know, hire the mafia to, to torture him uh, until he agrees to give the get. That's what he deserves. That's what the Rambam says. The Rambam was not accepted. It was not accepted nowadays. Now, what, what is accepted? Uh, that communities will do nowadays is they'll put social pressure on the husband. So this is what you'll see sometimes on Instagram. There's like there's all these um, uh, 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 what do you call them? Advertisements, flyers. I don't know, but everywhere then you should know pictures of him everywhere. This guy is a get refuser. You should know that he's a rasha. He's a wicked person. We call him a rasha. He's actually, if there's a, you know, yeah, there are very, very few people that we go so far nowadays to just say they're a rasha. This person, a husband who's a get refuser that the Betin said he has to give a get and he refuses, he's a rasha. Right? Advertisement, this guy's a rasha, he's refusing to get it. You know, people will go in uh, dozens, sometimes in hundreds, to go protest around the guy's office. The guy is going working somewhere, suddenly you'll see uh, 100, 200 college students, and then every person who wants to come do business with them says, what's going on over here? <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's refusing to uh, give a get. Uh, they'll notify his kanisa, his synagogue, and they'll say, "Don't allow him uh, to come. Don't give him any rights uh, in the, the synagogue." <clears throat> so these kinds of social pressures, which uh, many times are effective, uh, but not a hundred percent, but are many times effective, will be uh, used by the Jewish community. Um, I can say, as far as I've seen, usually, again, I, you know, it. It's the get refusal problem is has has not been, and I hope it should never be, um, as much of a problem in the Mishari community. Um, most of the time, the again, there could be ugly divorces, but when it comes to the get itself, whenever the rabbanim and or leaders of the community uh, tell a husband he has to give it, it, it's very rare that there's a a get refusal problem that the husband is withholding. Uh, the get in the Ashkenazi community, it's a very, uh, it's a prevalent issue. It's a big issue. And you'll, you'll see these uh, again. They'll go, the and 
all over Instagram. They'll put up this guy is a rasha. He's uh, he he's re refusing to free his wife. He's refusing refusing uh, to give. Um, you should know. Also, there's a law in New York State that, and this is the zikhur of Rav Moshe Feinstein. But there's a law in New York State that a couple is not able to get a settlement until the husband gives the get. Uh, which means that the court, I'm talking about the secular court, not the Jewish court. The, the courts in New York State, the way it works is the courts will not uh, finalize, they'll not give the final settlement to a husband and wife until they've done all of the divorce that they need to do, including the Jewish divorce. They have to, uh, uh, they have to complete the get as well. They're, they're not able to get, a couple is not able to get a divorce in court I'm talking about in the secular courts, in the courts of New York. They're not able to get a divorce until the husband has given a get. And that's, that's the zikhur of Moshe Feinstein, um, that he's done that. Um, so and hopefully we shouldn't know of uh, su such issues. Hopefully there shouldn't be such issues. Uh, divorce is obviously not uh, something to be taken lightly. Uh, we don't prefer it. We always prefer that there should be shalom between a couple. We prefer, uh, you know, the Torah wants there to be love and ahava ve'achva and shalom ve'reut. And, and those attempts for sure have to be made. Uh, there's no question of that. But sometimes whenever it's uh, not uh, possible, so the Jewish community has to, has to deal with it. And very often uh, the rabbanim of the community need the community's help. Uh, in order to be able to to take care of things, you know, in Israel also they have uh, some stronger rules. There, there are times, um, you know, one of the things that the the courts in Israel, the Jewish courts, the Batedin, they have the authority to also make problems for a husband. They can uh, issue that uh, that he'll get a uh, um, what's it called? Forgot. A no, they can put him on the no-fly list, and uh, he can't leave Israel. So this has happened, you should know, a, few, a couple of times. I know Rabbi Ben Chaim that uh, he had in Bedin, not necessarily with the Masharis, but with others, that uh, somebody was refusing to give a get. Um, and then they found out that the guy went to Israel. He went to Israel, he called the, the Betin in Israel, right away they put him on the no-fly list. And it's really good, because what happens is he goes to the airport, he gives his luggage, and the luggage goes. <laughs> and then whenever he wants to pass to go on the plane, they say, sorry. And he says, what about my luggage? The luggage is gone already. <laughs> you give a get now, or that's it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and, and he was so, um, so you know, it's a big avon for a person, it's a big sin uh, for a person to withhold giving a get whenever community leaders have d have decided that by now you should be giving it already. Um, um, and that's the whole thing. Hopefully we, sh we shouldn't know of, uh, of such issues, but uh, they, they happen in the wider Jewish community. Okay. Um, should we try to do one? Uh, okay, we we mentioned uh, we spoke about a mitzvah dibum, mitzvah li kadesh pa mutar lo shelo liyot zolel v'sovesh shelo yud lahut achar ma'adane haolam. So oh, we'll just start with this concept. So there's more to say about it, but it's a mitzvah not to be a glutton. The Torah says lo tiyot zolel v'sovesh, which means that. Just because there are things that are permitted to us, just because there are things that are allowed to us, doesn't mean that we should do them. So food is kasher, food is kosher. Uh, that does not mean that a person should, uh, <laughs> should eat uh, 
15 plates of food uh, just because all of the food is kosher. Uh, or just because wine is permitted to drink or whiskey is permitted to drink. That does not mean that a person should overdo it uh, when it comes to drinking. Not to be a glutton. Not to be a person that is lahut achar olam. Not to be driven by a, person, a person's base pleasures in this world. We shouldn't be driven by our base pleasures to want to follow them. Even when things are kosher, necessarily per se, but we have to do it with the right amount and not to, not to overdo it. Okay, we have to pause on this point. Um, the headmaster is here. We wish everybody Shabbat Shalom and Borach. Thank you. Continue next week. Thank you.